What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. I'm trying something out a little different this morning. Yes, I'm live streaming again, which I've done plenty of times, but I'm actually going live quite early in the morning for most people, 6 o'clock a.m., and the reason for that is typically my podcasts are recorded during in the middle of the day on Wednesday. Wednesday is my content creation day, and this morning I'm actually going to go out on the job today. I'm, I'm in construction. That's day job. That's what pays the bills. Podcasting doesn't pay my bills yet. So I'm actually going out on the job today for a few hours to, to try to get some stuff done just to uh, keep the homeowners happy. And um, so that's why I'm recording at this early hour of the morning. What I've got for you today, we're going to talk about time management. Now, I'm not the best in the world at time management. It's something that I have to actively, you know, try to do to get better at, to to get things done within my the time that I have. I did a podcast oh early on, you know, I'm on episode I think 96 or 97. I I don't even I'm not even sure. I'm, I know I'm getting close to episode 100. So that's kind of exciting. Um if you're somebody who's listened to the show and has liked anything that you've heard, go ahead and send, leave me some feedback or send a review or a voice message or send something in and I'll share it on the hundredth episode. That's, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but I, I shared an episode early on about time management and how time management is, should more accurately be called self-management because we can't manage time. Like time is what it is. It's a linear thing. And we operate within time. And we can only manage and control ourselves within the time that we're given. And we have to actually do things. So it's self-management within the time rather than time management for ourselves. And I think if we can make that subtle shift in our mind that we actually have to change our actions within the time that we're given, then we'll be more effective at what we like to call time management. Um, there's a lot of different strategies out there. There's a lot of different ways to manage your time. And they all can work if you work the strategy. One of one of my favorite things to do is I keep a planner and this is one the Ziegler planner the performance planner from Ziegler Industries or Inc or whatever they are from the Zig's company business you know Ziegler is no longer with us but he left a legacy behind and one of the things that came out of that is this time management or this uh, this planner, which is essentially a a goal oriented and time management system. I love it. This is the third, maybe fourth year I've been using it. It's great, but you have to actually work the system, and um, that that's just one of the things that I do to try to get the things done in life that I want to do rather than looking back over the past week and be like, Oh man, I should have done that. And I wish I had done this and look back over the last year, man, I wish I had only done that. Ah, oh, when am I going to do it? I like to 
put it in my calendar, put it on my list and actually make the things happen that I want to happen rather than we'll get into that. Before I, before I get into that, I want to share a verse that I came across. Typically I go through, um, Proverbs, I read through that. There's like 31 chapters in Proverbs, and I usually read through that once a month, just a chapter a day. It, it's something that keeps me grounded. It talks a lot about wisdom, finding wisdom, and <clears throat> yes, becoming a more wisdomous person, for lack of a better better term. Um, I decided to switch that up and I'm actually reading through Psalms right now. No, I'm not going to read through that in a month because there's like hundreds of chapters in there. But um I will be going through that. But the verse I said I wanted to share with you guys says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, in his time. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So trees have a time management system built into them. Plants have a time management system built into them. They have a calendar that's written in their code. So when they get the proper preparation, the proper planning, when things happen in the right manner, their fruit comes forth in its time, in its season. And we as humans can be the same way. You know, there's things that we want to get done. There's things that we need to get done. And if we take the proper steps and do the right preparations, then in its time, those things will happen. So if you want to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and bring forth your fruit in your season or get the things done that you want to get done in the proper time, you actually have to plan it and work the plan. I want to share a quote with you as well. And here we go. This is from Andy Warhol and the philosophy of Andy Warhol, an autobiography. They always say time changes things, but you actually have to change them yourself. And that goes right along with what I said earlier about managing yourself. It's a self-management rather than time management. If we can make that shift and realize that we actually have to change the things, time doesn't change things. Things change things. Time just is things act within time frames. I'm not going to go into physics and all of that. You know, that's they'll they'll bend your mind literally, like make you go mad trying to understand how they think time is a circle or a wave. It, it's a lot easier if you look at time as a linear thing. You start here, you end here. That's how things have been throughout history and will be for the foreseeable future if you can understand that you start here and you move through that till you reach an end date, then you need to act along that timeline because once that time passes, you don't get it back. You know, my year 35 is gone. I don't get to do things in year 35 anymore. There's things I wish I had done. It's not going to happen because I'm past that. I'm more than halfway through year 36, I think something. Maybe I'm turning 36 this year. I don't know. So I got to make stuff happen in my year 35. I don't even remember. I think I'm 35 or 36. Anyway, my past years are gone. I'm not going to be able to do things in those years anymore. I have to do them 
in that time, in, in that season, if I want the fruit to happen, I've got to make it happen. I've got to do the work. So I want to share with you nine time management tips to take back your time. I got to move this thing. There we go. Stop wasting your time. So time is a great equalizer, okay? No matter who you are, you've got 24 hours in a day. We look at people who get so much stuff done and we're just like amazed. Like, whoa, how do they do so many things? But we've all got 24 hours in a day. See, for too many of us though, those hours are already spoken for. You know, you've got sleep, you've got your family, you've got work, and maybe a little socializing, and then some TV, and then uh, some scrolling TikTok or Facebook or whatever, what have you. There's not much time left after that. So it's really important that we use that time well so that the fruit that we talked about from Psalms 1 verse 3 can come forth in its season so that that fruit can be created or or grow in its time. It's important we use our time well. Nine tips to help you avoid wasting your time. The first one is probably the hardest one for most people. I know it's really hard for me. Tip number one, stop saying yes when you want to say no. Okay? So do you ever find that you take on more than you can handle? Like your plate is just overloaded. If you can say no just a little more often, it would it would help out with that. So it's it's really good to or a team player, but you don't have to take on everything that someone else asks of you. When when we take when we give of our time to do somebody else's work or to make their problem our problem, we lose that time somewhere else in our life. It's 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 good to help people out. We need to do that. But sometimes you just have to say no. Number two, focus on one major task each day. There's a lot of different time management systems out there. Um, my good friend, Nicole Sauce, uses my three things method. She lays out uh, three things that need to get done each day and, and no more things. Like can't do any more than three things. Can't lay it out at all. Put three things on your list and, and then get those done. Uh, Tim Cook, Toolman Tim Cook, you should go follow him and puts out some great content over at the Toolman Tim's workshop. He does, I think he calls it the, uh, the, the five, four, three method or the three, two, one. I'm not sure where he lays out, um, kind of like the, the rocks method. You, you fill out, you, you write in your three major, one major task for the day. Let's just say, they'll call it the one, two, three method. One major task for the day, two smaller tasks for the day, and then three really small things that you need to get done that day. And you just work those things. But, and and all of those things work. But if you just focus on one major task for each day, like for me, that major task could either be recording this podcast today, or it could be going and installing the backer board for the tile job that I need to do. You know, I can have different, uh, I can do more than one thing each day. I can have different things that I'm going to do, but make one thing your focus. This one thing shall get done, schedule it in, and let the other things that you need to do fill in the gaps. So 
focus on one major task each day. And, and I'm not saying only do one thing per day, but it's like walking through the dark of night and, and you're stumbling through the woods, but you see a light out there through the trees that you're trying to reach. That's your guiding light. That's what the one thing each day is. It's your guiding light. It's one thing or one theme to focus on for the day. So when you're in between tasks or whatever, you're not going to find yourself wondering what to do next. You'll always have that thing, that one major task to come back to. Like, I know this is what I'm working on. This is my focus for today. Tip number three, you don't have to respond right away. You know, we are overrun with notifications from text messages, phone calls, emails, TikTok notifications, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. I have actually turned off most of my notifications on my phone. I actually have to open the app to see if there's any notifications there. Very few of my apps have permission to notify me of anything, even if it's sending a message. So we need to realize that those apps, those people that access us on those apps can't control our lives. We have to control that. If you're waiting on something specific and time sensitive, like an email, that's one thing. Okay. Go check it out. Go take care of it. But you know, if somebody just randomly calls you or emails you or the Facebook notifications, those things can wait. Schedule time in for that. Like, okay, at noon, I'm going to take 10, 10 minutes or 15 or 20 minutes, however long you need to schedule in to take care of those things. Then you're not taking five minutes, 15 times a day, wasting time on those things. You're batching it all at once. Number four, figure out your time-wasting triggers. So we all have triggers that almost always lead to us wasting time. I do. Um, you know, if you, if you work in an office environment, which I don't, but if you do, they often have a coffee station and sometimes you, when you go down to get coffee, your coworkers there and you start catching up and next thing you know, it's 30 minutes later and, and you've wasted all that time that you needed to be working on that important project. For me, it might be, whew, I'm tired. I need to have a break and sit down and drink a glass of cold water. Next thing you know, it's 35 minutes later and I've been, you know, watching YouTube, scrolling down TikTok or Facebook feed or, or whatever. There's little triggers like that. And we have to know what they are so that we can catch them. You know, sure. Go get coffee. Sure. Chat with your friend a little bit, but don't let it steal your time. Be conscious of the time that it's taking. Number five, make time for self-care. Doing things that are important for your mental and physical health is not a waste of time. So it's it, it seems counterintuitive to take time for yourself to save time. You know, instead of meditating or having your devotions or going for a run, you know, we think it'd be more productive to go get stuff done. But if we're all right, I screwed up. I, I messed up. <laughs> I was recording live through uh, StreamYard and I took myself off the screen forgetting that it mutes your audio as well. So now I need to fill in that time and tell you the last 
four time management tips. So what I was saying was that instead of, you know, taking those, taking the time to care for ourselves, you know, we, we get burnt out because we are not physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally healthy. So taking time for your self care means that you use your time more effectively in the long run, right? We've got to do that. Tip number six is to get organized. How much time do you waste looking for something that you misplaced? How about, you know, digging, digging around in the cupboard or digging around in your desk to find the things? My desk is not the model of organization. So if you can put things in a logical place, you know, where it's going to be easy flow, easy access for you for next time, for, you know, that saves you so much time. Tip number seven is stop scrolling, okay? You know, we get caught up in the doom scroll, and I get it, I get it. You know, it's anything negative, which the news is 99% negative today, and most people comment on the news things. You get stuck in that scroll because it draws you in. We're constantly connected to Twitter or TikTok or the news feed or uh, so many things that we are updated on all the time. We need to break that habit. It wastes our time and it wastes our energy. Okay? Tip number eight. Other people's problems are not your problems. Now we can make the deliberate choice and refuse to be dragged into the office gossip or the school drama or your friend's issues. And trust me, your friends have lots of issues. Now you need to support the people that you love, but you don't have to let their problems be your problems. Don't waste the time and the energy worrying about the things that they're involved in. Sure, help them out through it, but don't let it become your issue, all right? They they don't need to steal your time. And last of all, and this is kind of an odd thing for time management, but building your self-confidence. See, I told you you think it was an odd one for time management, but it's actually one of the most powerful things that you can do to stop wasting your time. If you think about it for a second, confident people make quicker decisions, take more decisive action, and they don't need to wait until every single detail is perfect. Now, if you could do those things, think about how much time that would save you in your life. Making quick decisions, following through on that, being decisive. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you can do those things, your life will be so much better. That's all I've got for you today. Um, I want to leave you with a question. Actually, first, I want to, I've got three things that you can do to take action. One, what's your most important goal for today or tomorrow? You know, depending on when you're listening to this, write it down and let that be your main focus to guide you through the day. Number two, organize one aspect of your life right now, whether that's your desk, whether that's your truck or your car or a drawer in your house or your, your, the desktop on your, on your computer or your phone's home screen. Organize it. Put things where they need to be. Declutter it. 
And that will save you time and mental space. And then I want you to start recognizing the triggers for wasting time. So when you think back, when you, when you catch yourself wasting time, think back to what happened leading up to that. Recognize it. And next time that comes up, put a stop to it. Cut that out. Quit wasting time. You've only got one life to live. You know, YOLO, you only live once. Most people say that for doing everything. But truth of the matter is, instead of doing everything, be intentional with the things that you do. You need to be intentional with what you do in life so that you can do the things you want to do. Make time for those things. So that's all I've got for you today. Those nine time saving tips. Um, which one of those was the best for you? Like a lot of those I need to do better at. Most of those I could be much better at. Some of those I'm like really bad at. Which one of those was the best for you? And then I'm going to send this out in my email as well when I, when I send the email for the daily show. But the question of the week is, what do you wish you had more time to do? You know, whether that is going fishing, going, uh, spending time with your spouse or with a friend or going bowling or hiking, whatever those things are, what do you wish you had more time to do? Let me know either in the comments or send an email to Ken at constructiveliberty.com. And I'd love to know what that thing is for you. And I'll share my thing that I wish I had more time to do on the show next week. And as always, you can do whatever you want in life, but whatever you do, do good work.